What's up, guys? It's Athena, and we're about to hear another episode of Vanished in the Valley. The sidekick, Ken. All right. Yeah, we got Ken today this week, so we got our dynamic duo in the house, (laughs) because today we're doing something a little different. Us Californians are heading over to Colorado to kind of examine these crazy cases that are going on there. What's going on in Colorado? (laughs) Colorado. So, as of right now, Suzanne Morphew, she is still missing. So, we're going to talk about her a little bit. We're also going to talk about the disappearance of Kelsey Barrett, Shanann Watts, and LaBrea Jackson. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. And so, just a little warning on this one, guys. This is going to be a fucked up episode that gets like super graphic it talks about the murder of children and graphic murder scenes oh, we're going deep in the rabbit hole today yeah huh? yeah it's gonna be next level so if that shit is too much for you tune out because we're going deep 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 yeah. so what we're gonna do we're gonna start with la brea jackson um the thing with her is She, like, got barely any coverage. I remember the media was going crazy for Shanann Watts and the Kelsey Barrett case. Which, I mean, it's legit. They definitely should have because those were two really crazy cases. Um, But LaBrea Jackson, she, like, went missing right at the same time. And I never heard shit about her. Okay, what's the time frame on this? So, check this out. LaBrea Jackson went missing December... Well, not went missing. She was reported missing December 28th, 2018. Kelsey Barrett was Thanksgiving of 2018. And Shanann Watts was August 13th of 2018. Uh, The lady that's still missing as of right now, Suzanne Morphio, she went missing on Mother's Day, like this year, just a couple weeks ago. Wow, that was fucked up. Right? And so technically, Kelsey Barrett was never found, so she's kind of vanished still. Um, And like I said, uh, Suzanne Morphio, she is vanished at this point. LaBrea Jackson... She was missing for a couple of weeks, but unfortunately, her body was found. So, I'm just going to give you kind of a little background into her and tell you the story of what led up to her murder. Okay, we'll shoot. Alrighty. So, LaBrea Jackson, basically, she was first reported missing on December 26th of 2018. Um, The Aurora Police Department, they're the ones that took the case. Um... So, it's like, at first, it seems like it took them a minute to kind of, like, get on the case, because it was, like, ten days later, they finally, like, put, I don't know if it's an APB or what, but, like, I guess they contacted the press and released her photo, and basically said, hey, guys, she's missing. Uh, sound like they put on the low priority list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's kind of, like, the feeling I'm getting, too. Um, so... Yeah, everybody describes her as, like, super funny. She had two sons that her family is just, like, they literally said something like this. It was like, La Brea, you don't have to worry about your sons. We're going to take care of them. They're in good arms. So it sounds like the family is, like, hella stepping up and taking care of her boys. Oh, that's good. But right. They also seem like they uh, writing her off at this point. Well, they, they found her body. She's one of the ones that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. LaBrea Jackson, she was 23 years old and she was reported missing out of Aurora, Colorado. 
Her body was found on January 6th of 2019 at a fucking truck stop. Like, ugh. God, isn't that horrible? That is. Just like tossed away at a nasty ass truck stop. Truck stops creep me out to begin with. Like I hate going there to go pee. It, I like. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I don't know if it's like the bathrooms or what. Oh wow, yeah, some creepy going on in the truck stop. Yeah. So check this out. Okay, December eighth. There's a police report that her boyfriend had committed domestic abuse against her and fucking strangled her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we got, like, a domestic abuse case that got out of hand? I, well, that's what, yeah. But what sucks about this so bad is this motherfucker, her boyfriend, chokes her out, like, to the point of unconsciousness, and he gets arrested for it. Um, He gets bailed out, and a warrant actually ends up being, you know, put out for this charge. It's like felony felony domestic abuse. Okay. Um, I guess he has like a long history of violence and burglary and robbery. He's just like an overall scumbag. And her family, Liberia's family, did not like him from the start. They were just like, this guy is just like a leech. He fucking, yeah, she could have done much better. So, like I said, it was December 8th. It was charges of second-degree assault for the strangulation, first-degree burglary, and menacing with a gun. It looks like the district attorney dismissed the charges on May 14th. But that might be because he ends up getting charged with murder. So, it sounds like kind of what happened is these two were supposed to show up at Lebrea's family's house for some time of, like, a Christmas party. And they never showed she like the they talk to her. She's like, "All right, I'm gonna go pick up my boyfriend. Then we'll be there for the Christmas party." Oh shit! Yeah. So last I heard, she was going to pick him up. Exactly. And okay. She, yeah. So that's like two days. That's the twenty. Yeah, like the twenty sixth. So they, you know, that's crazy. They're like, "Okay, where did she go?" They wait a couple days, see if she pops up. Nope. So then they filed the police report. Okay. Then. Her boyfriend, oh, God, I'll put a picture up on um, our Facebook and our Instagram, but he just, like, he looks like a scumbag, and I hate his hair, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we get a fucking hairdresser there to shave this fool's head? Nah. I don't know. It, it's like dreads, but it's like the dreads that are bleached. I just don't like that look. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, there are... Is a brother or another? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, LaBrea is a black woman. I don't know if I mentioned that. No, oh. I don't think that failed to mention that. Oopsie, my bad. Nah. Maybe that's why the, the media was so, like, offhand. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. The Aurora Police Department Major Crimes Homicide Unit was very happy when they were able to announce the arrest of Andrew Joseph Condone. He was born uh, March 3rd, 1993. And they booked him for the murder of LaBrea Jackson. He had been arrested and charged with at least Colorado revised statute than all these numbers. But it's basically Colorado's version of first degree murder. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and like I said, he's got a super, super long rap sheet. They caught him in Texas. So what happened is he kills her, dumps her body by that truck stop and hightails it in her car which actually wasn't even her car. It was like her mom's car bounces and goes to Texas. And that's where he ends up actually getting arrested because he was speeding. 
Wow. Fucking idiot. Why don't criminals always do that? I don't know. I think that's nerves. <laughs> Maybe, but you would just think, you're like, okay, I just murdered someone. I've got warrants out for my arrest. This isn't my car, so let's fucking drive like an asshole. Well, really, that's what I think that says nerves. Yeah, it's got to be something, because it seems to happen a lot. Let me kind of, uh, I'll explain how she was finally found. Okay. Um. It looks like the sheriff's department responded to the call of remains discovered by residents walking in the area near an abandoned truck stop. Holy oh, well, shit. An abandoned yeah, truck okay, stop. that oh, just like wow. scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Can you imagine a more terrifying oh my god. Wow. An abandoned that's horrible. That poor fucking woman. Oh my god. I had no idea I like literally just found that detail out with you guys. Wow. So that just like chilled me to the bone. So, yeah, these people are walking, and they found her remains. What? I guess they got a whiff of her. They smell her. Well, it doesn't, like, exactly say. You would think after a month, wouldn't she be, like, really, like, decomposed? Actually, it was only two weeks. Well, yeah, they are, because you then, like, I smell something that's going to make me to go, you know, get to the bottom of where that smell is coming from. and They're probably fucking traumatized now. I would think so, because you go... Open up a duff yeah. and see a decomposed body with flies and maggots, presumably. It's horrible. I was just talking about this on the last episode. Like, murderers never think about, like, how many people actually get affected by their murder. Oh, yeah. The whole family. Yeah. The police get affected oh, yeah. by it. Then the poor dog walkers, hunters, hikers. Yeah, the, the whole community yeah. actually is attached to and yes, them it. too. Plus the people that find it. I mean, it's just this trickle effect of shit. So basically, members of the CBI crime scene response processed the area where she was found. The coroner obviously took the remains, and they were able to determine the cause of death. The area she was found, it was like 20 miles north of a town called Trinidad. As of January 8th, they did positively identify the remains as La Brea Jackson. Wow, okay. Okay, so after the point where they find the remains, the case gets turned over, obviously, to, like, the major crimes unit um, for the uh, Aurora Police Department Major Crimes Homicide Unit, so the MCHU. They're the ones that took it over. They issued the warrant for his arrest, and they did it based upon that original charge for, the, like, the domestic violence. Okay. So, the one he went, uh, got the warrant for. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. So that's how Texas was able to actually pick him up. Um, so at that point, they had a $2,000 reward. I wonder if the hikers get that reward. You think they do? Uh, yeah. That discovery led to his arrest. Yeah, that's true. So her family, like I was saying a little bit earlier, they're just, like, tore up. A quote from her auntie says, A big part of us is gone. A big part of us is just gone. It'll never be the same again. And that was from her auntie, Ruby Jackson. She says, My heart fell. I was hoping for the best, but in a way, I was expecting the worst. You have to. And then she goes on to describe her as hardworking, loving, and a devoted mother to her two sons. Um, uh, but they said the kids, or, or the kids by him or somebody else? No, it's by somebody else. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So. I was about to say he's a hardest Dude, right? He's a mother of his kids. Oh, but, God. Jeez, okay. just wait till we get up to our next cases if you think that is bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
But so, yeah, he is in prison now, and uh, he was supposed to go to trial in May, but because of our lovely corona situation, all of that got delayed. So, he's sitting there. I hope he gets the death penalty, but it'll probably be some bullshit like life in prison with or without parole. I think that's worse. Really? Hell yeah, because you get remorseful after about 10 years. Whatever you did, you feel, you know. Yeah. So you still got another shit. No telling how long and in prison attempts to preserve you, so. That's true. Jesus. But, I don't know, man. I, yeah, and I guess, and like, I used to be like totally all for the death penalty, but then after I saw how many, like, wrongful convictions there were, that's the only thing that's shaken yeah. my resolve yeah. on the death penalty. But, yeah, I highly doubt he will get it. So... Yeah, that's LaBrea Jackson. Um, you know, when we get an update as his murder trial goes on, I'll definitely update yeah, you guys on that. The situation, for yeah. sure. And I'll get a picture up on uh, our Instagram and our Facebook. And if you guys have any information on the case or you just want to contact us, you can Tap do with us. Yeah, at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, and we have a little group there. The group page is pretty cool. Uh, I just update people there. I put some extras there, like pictures and stuff, and I'm on there from time to time, and I talk to some of the cool people there. Um, so go check it out and join it. Uh, or our Instagram. And it's both Both of them are just under, you know, type in Vanished in the Valley. Okay. So are you ready for our next fucked up case? I reckon so. All righty. So, the next case is Shanann Watts. Did you hear about her at all? Oh, the name doesn't sound familiar. Okay. But you know, I don't watch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, Shanann Watts, uh, she lived in Frederick, Colorado with her family. She had two daughters, and she was actually pregnant um, with her husband there. Um, She... She was, like, super active on Facebook. Uh, If you went to her Facebook page, there's always videos of her and her girls and her stupid husband. They just look like the most happy little family, like, picture perfect. They had this huge, beautiful house. Um, And she was always talking about these little patches. She worked for this, like, LaVille company. And these patches she put on her arm, like she said, would help her make lose weight and give her energy, that kind of stuff. So she just kind of sold that stuff. Okay. I think it was, like, a mar- multi-level marketing. You know what multi-level that is? Multi-level marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of what she did. And she was actually so good at it, her company bought her a car. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, she wants to have yeah. a lot of people up under her. Exactly. So she was kicking ass as a businesswoman. Um, well, it turns out her disgusting... God, I don't even, I don't even want to say his name, but I'm going to have to. Hold well, on. has he been convicted already? Fuck yeah, or? yeah. Oh, okay, so ain't no alleged. No this. alleged on this. Okay. She was born in 1984 in New Jersey, and her husband, Chris Watts, he's, a, he's like the same age as her, but who cares about him? I don't even care when he was born. <laughs> That's how much I hate this guy. <laughs> He's like the same age. He's a scumbag. No. <laughs> um, okay, so he was born in 85. You happy? There we go. He you was happy? born in 85. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, youngster. Right? Both of them. She was born in 84. He was born in 85. So 
He, okay, the way this all goes down is she was supposed to go to, she was pregnant, and she was supposed to go to this, like, prenatal appointment, and she missed it. And one of her friends noticed that she had not gone to this appointment, and not answering the phone, not responding to texts. So she's so worried. She's like, damn, you know, anything could have happened. This girl's pregnant. She has two kids, you know, and I think she had diabetes issues. Okay. okay. So she was like on it. She goes over to the house and she notices Shanann's car is there. So she's like going around the house, knocking the door. Nobody's answering. And she's getting hella worried. She calls Chris and Chris is like, I'm on my way there. Just wait outside. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I'm going to call the police. She could be, like, dead in there, and we wouldn't even know. We need to get in now. So up top to her, she calls the police, and the police get there. And he's going around the whole house trying to see if he can see in, see anybody, like, flopped out or anything. He doesn't see anything. And at this point, scumbag Chris drives up. And he lets the police into the house. They go in, and she's not there. But her purse is there, her cell phone is there, her kids are not there either. So he, the cop asked for permission to go search the house and everything. And what's his name? Scumbag? Chris? <laughs> Chris the scumbag. Okay. <laughs> um, he gives permission for the police to go search or whatever. And they go around and he does notice there's a sheet missing out of the master bedroom. Um, he notices all of her medications are there. So, right away, the cop's like, all right, some fishy shit's going on. Yeah, yeah. So, he's smart. Right away, he goes to the neighbor's house and asks the neighbors if they have cameras. You know, like the doorbell shit. Uh And luckily, the next door neighbor does. Wow. So, there's this awesome video. And it's basically all of... it's It's like the cops, like, you know, their little recording device that they... What did they call it? Lapel video? You know, the ones the cops oh, do. Oh, yeah, they were on the chest. Yeah, whatever. yeah. So okay. it's all cop video. Okay. And they're at the neighbor's house, and the neighbor pulls up the security footage, and it's like 5 o'clock in the morning, and Chris has his truck, like, backed up into the garage, and he is sweating bullets. I have never seen someone not be able to pull off any He, Oh, my God. He could just tell this guy is, like, about to shit his pants <laughs> right then and there. <laughs> so you can't see anything, though. And he's just telling the officer that he's loading his tools in, being super helpful about all of his tools and where he's going in the morning, just feeding him a bunch of bullshit. So basically a missing person file it's filed at this point and Chris leaves and the cop um, is just about to walk out and the neighbor's like, something's wrong. He is not acting normal. He never acts like that. That's what the neighbor told Yeah. The neighbor okay. dimed him out immediately. <laughs> He's like, motherfucker, you are acting weird. So the officer takes that into account and the search begins for Shanann. Like, the media gets on this one because it's like a mother and two little girls and this woman's pregnant. She's like four months pregnant. So this dumbass Chris starts giving like interviews to every news station. I'm sure if like a rat came up and wanted to interview him, he'd be like, sure, let's talk. So, and you can just tell he's a big liar. He's like twitchy in all these interviews and body language. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Talking about how the house is just horrible and quiet without them. And the police ask him to come in for questioning. So he comes in and he actually like, he, he, at one point 
talks about the girls in the past tense. And as soon as somebody does that, and yeah, yeah it's like, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's just trying to basically lie through his teeth, and he's literally one of the top five worst liars I've ever seen in my life. So basically, the Colorado Bureau of Investigations gets involved in this shit, and they whip out the lie detector test. And basically, you know, it's just the normal questions like, do you know where Shanann is? What happened to the girls? Stuff like that. Uh-huh. At the end of the test, the lady, no shit, says, well, I'm happy you're such a bad liar because my machines were so loud I actually had to turn it down because you were lying so much. So he was lying so bad that he was about to have a heart attack. Like, that's basically what she was saying. He was making her instruments go off the charts. Um, and he's sticking with the lie. He's like, no, I don't know what happened. She disappeared with two kids. So eventually he asked to speak to his father and his dad comes in and this is the first bullshit story he tells. You ready for this shit? Ready to go be. Come on. So yeah, this part is really about to be fucked up. So warning guys, children, death involved. So this scumbag turns to his dad and says that Shanann was, he like, says basically he looked in like a baby monitor and he saw Shanann killing the babies. So in a rage, no. he killed Shanann. So this is the first time he ever admits to like them okay, being dead. So he just admitted he killed her, but is he hallucinating about the first part? No, he's that fucking lying. Defense? Okay. He's this like, dude, he goes through hella stories. So it's a total lie. That's just, like, what he tells his dad. So the dad leaves. The cops come in. They question him for hours trying to find out, like, where the bodies are. So it's going to get super graphic now. Uh, Just a little warning to people. Like, if you don't want to hear about child murder and graphic shit like that, go ahead and mute it for a few minutes. So when it all comes out, what actually happened and what, I guess, the DA and all the investigators have decided is the true story is he fucking has a mistress and he decides he wants to be with the mistress and he doesn't want his family anymore. So he decides to kill everyone. There's like a name for it. It's like, what is it like? Familicide? Familicide? Some shit like that. Oh, a Like a family exterminator. That's what they call him. It happens a lot. It's fucking crazy. Sometimes moms just wipe out the whole family or the yeah, dads. Yeah, lady, I think, uh, was in Berkeley, if I'm not mistaken, but she was on a pier. She had about four kids, and she yes. was throwing them in the water. Yep, I, I remember that. found one or two, but the little baby, the, the, the youngest, was like 16 months old. They oh, my father. God. That's horrible. Well, this asshole isn't doing it because he's, like, having mental problems or postpartum depression. He wants his newer, younger girlfriend and a new life. Oh, wow. Right? So instead of just, like, divorcing this woman and, you know, starting over, he fucking strangles her. Listen, I never can figure that out because that's never... Right? Like, I mean, do more people get away with that than we know? Because that always seems like... I don't know. That's so extreme when you could just serve them. <laughs> I know. Start Go over, away, like, yeah. Uh-huh. It's usually, I think, about money. Like, I don't want to pay child yeah, support. Yeah, I think that play a part into it. Like, yeah, I ain't about to get a bitch while yeah, I'm yeah. motherfucker mom. Grandmammy left it to me. <laughs> exactly. I think it's a lot of money and like hella animosity. But this guy is just a fucking asshole and he wants to go with his mistress. That's like all it is. That is crazy. Yeah. That, it, it reminds me of that lady that uh had the kids in the car 
if you just rolled it into the lake. Oh, and Susan Smith. And she, yeah, and she, and she said it was a black guy. Dude. Yeah, you remember that? She wanted yeah. to get a relationship. So it's like, how heartless can you be? I don't know. Fucking women are crazy like that. Wow. But, so, the mom is dead, and he loads her body in the car, like, in the back where he's about to put the two daughters. The daughters see the mom, and he's just like, oh, she's sleeping. We're going to take her to the hospital. So, there's a couple of versions. One version is he drives with his two daughters, his dead wife on the floor of the car, in front of these two babies. They're hella young, okay? They're, like, under five. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, under five, and she was four months pregnant. So they drive out to this, like, work area of his, and this part is horrible. So just tune out if you can't handle, like, bad shit. He ends up, like, smothering the youngest daughter in front of her sister, okay? And carries the body up this ladder. Hella big ladder, guys. It's like a fucking story, at least. And opens up this little, like, oil door. I don't even know what you call it. And drops the baby in. The one he had just strangled? Yeah, the dead one. Yeah. And it's a huge ass, like, container that, like, I guess just stores oil for this company. Yeah, that's, wow. How to detach. Yeah, right? You have to be to do that to your own child. Oh, well, check this out. He goes back into the car, and he starts doing it to the older one. And the older one's actually old enough to fight back. She's, yeah, like, pushing. The and... oldest one was the one he had just did that to. No, he did it to the youngest one first. Oh, okay, so it was three kids. No, she no, no, no. pregnant with one. Yeah, yeah. And two little daughters. Exactly. Okay. So and the one he killed was the youngest out the two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just, like, it. a toddler, basically. And the older one could, like, push back. I guess the coroner saw, like, I guess in her mouth there was, like, cuts and stuff. He could tell she struggled. And oh, wow. According to him, like, he said that she said, no, daddy. Some shit like that. It's fucking horrible. snapping back into right? reality. Exactly. Wow. So he kills the other baby and puts her in a different oil drum and drives back to his house. I know, he goes to work, actually, just, like, all day, like it's a normal fucking day. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't for Shanann's friend, Nikki... I mean, he could have gotten away with it. I doubt it because he's a fucking idiot and he couldn't lie. But she caught it, like, the day she went missing and Chris got taken out. Oh, wow. Somebody was on it, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if people really know you, it's really, like, you know, hard to hide shit like that. Exactly. Just people don't pay attention to people, you know. Something like that, come on, good lord. I mean. Right. Um, so he ends up getting arrested and he does plead guilty so they didn't have to like do a whole trial thing. Uh, but he had to admit to killing all three of the girl or all, you know, all three of them. Because at first he was trying to say Shanann killed the babies and he killed her in rage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he had to admit that was bullshit. Um, he's serving like three life sentences. And I know they had to move his prison because he was, like, too notorious. So, I don't know. He's not... I don't think he's even in Colorado anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, they probably take him somewhere. Yeah, he, yeah. The notoriety ain't... Exactly. Yeah. You probably want to beat his ass in jail for oh, killing two babies. And a pregnant woman? inside the penitentiary. I hate to hear men do anything to women because they have brothers. I mean, mothers, sisters, yeah. daughters out here and... Being in there, they would hate to think somebody out there. a child murderer at that. Yeah, they get, man, they get it bad, the child shit. You mess with the kids and then the paperwork falls Yeah, down. yeah. You, you've been leveled with that. Yeah, you, you have a, 
Do you think he's in protective custody? Huh? Do you think he would be in protective custody since he is a fucking child killer? Oh, yeah, they might. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, quite sure. Especially if he ain't been in and out of the penitentiary and, you know, he going in there with that kind of notoriety, he's going to hit a PC up. Okay, okay. Fuck, man. Well, I guess I, I know there's ways that I know some prisoners have gotten to people even if they're in. Yeah, even yeah. in that, they don't say, you know, that, yeah, no, yeah. Okay, you good, how, well. <laughs> you know how heinous your crime was, even in PC, you're not safe unless they do you with solitary confinement, you know, oh, you don't got no access, you know. And I guess this really fucked up part, there's a women that fucking write to this guy like love letters. Man, everybody be on a different way. Dude. Oh, you, you wonder what the hell they... It's wow. It's mental, but... Yeah, it's fucking crazy shit. That's what's going through it. There's no lie when it says somebody out there for everybody. I don't even know. Like, And I guess that actually it happens a lot. So this fucking Chris Watts guy isn't the first to get weirdo love letters. Yeah, he won't say, be the uh, law. Yeah. The Night Stalker was getting hella letters. Oh, wow. Like, That's the one with all the rotten teeth, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rotten teeth are Ramirez, hella sexy. Yep. Richard Ramirez. Ramirez. Fuck that guy, too. Punk-class yeah. little bitches. So, yeah, that's him. Um, and now, okay, 2018 was, like, a really bad year to be a fucking married woman with kids. Yeah, it seems like Jesus. Get rougher for me sure. to maintain a relationship. So, let's just kill him instead of breaking up with the fucking I person. never understood it because it seemed like it always ends the same with, you know. Yeah. Your ass in jail for life, you know. I know, right? And it's like, okay, you're emotionally going to be fucked up for a few months, but you get over it. But that's a lesson that when you don't, you know, develop your your emotional state. Because anybody with rational sense would say, no matter how much I might lose. Exactly. I can always rebound from it. Right. You know, as opposed to this, but. I never understood somebody saying, let me kill you yeah. and what as was, opposed to divorcing you. Yeah, and what was really crazy about the Chris Watts and Shannon, and he was never abusive. No one ever saw any, like, any type of yeah, this. So this was just fucking it. Yeah, I mean, snap. snap, exactly. Like, that's why I say a breaking point. Yeah, yeah. So what, what was his breaking that, point? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I, I don't... There wasn't even one. He just wanted to be with this fucking girl that was his mistress. And what did he think? The mistress was going to, like, see all this shit on TV and be cool with, like, his family missing? Exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, how that relationship going to work if she got that kind of information on you? She went to the police. Uh, she's actually in protective custody, or, like, witness protection now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, apparently, she didn't know he was married. I don't know if that's true or not. But he thought, apparently, she says that she thought they were getting divorced and they were breaking up. So... But she went to the police, so whatever. I'm not going to fucking hate on this girl at all. Um, but the next one I wanted to tell you about, so that was the the Shannon Watts story. Actually, they made, like, hell of Lifetime movies about it, so yeah. you can, like, check that out. It was, like, horrible. But the next one is Kelsey Barrett. Did you hear about this one? Oh, um, no. Well, they together always get... This one's a weird one. So she is like a flight instructor. She's like 27 or 28 years old. Okay. Um, yeah, like I'm saying, living in Colorado. She has a baby with this guy, and they always call him her fiancé. But I, I don't know. They had a weird-ass relationship. And I guess she was last seen on Thanksgiving Day going to a Safeway to get, like, food and stuff for that night's dinner. I think I do remember hearing that. Yep. Night, yeah. Okay, and then she just, like, disappears no, up the face uh, of the earth. Yeah, I think I do remember this. Yeah, so, like, 
The next thing that happens is her cell phone pings like hella hundreds of miles away in Idaho. And mind you, this is Colorado that she goes missing from. So that's hella weird. Sorry, guys. I had to hit the jewels. <laughs> um, I can't believe this taskmaster <laughs> is actually already hitting the fucking jewels. I hit the jewel in the last one. I like, okay, I like to tell them, if you guys smoke fucking cigarettes, get off that shit, get away from that poisoned ass tobacco, and vape. I recommend the jewel, and I don't even get paid by these fools. Funny thing is, you do anything, you get the dagger eyes. And... What, if you're coughing or, like, making oh, fucking weird-ass squirrel noises? <laughs> fucking squirrel, dude. Taz. <laughs> I gotta be with your ass. Shit. So, anyway, she goes missing. They question the fiancé, because suddenly now the fiancé has the baby in his custody at his fucking ranch that's, like, hell of, like, rural, several hundred acres. I don't know about hundred, oh, but it's wow. hella big. Yeah. Um, he's like, no, I, I thought she was going home to see her mom. So eventually, like seven days or something later, her mom calls and files a missing person report. And the search begins. Okay. Basically, the sheriffs looked everywhere. They fucking did everything they could. They put her face all over the news. It was nationwide huge. Um, eventually, what ends up happening is they find out that the fiancé... Patrick Fraze had a mistress. Oh, so yeah. Lucky. The mistress ends up going to the police. And let me just tell you about her story. She says that Patrick tried to get her to kill Kelsey several times. The first plan was to go to her house, knock on her door, and give her a poisoned caramel macchiato from Starbucks. Like, what the fuck? If someone just mm. knocked on your door and has a drink that is your drink, would you drink it, or would you be like, "What the fuck"? Yeah, yeah. Like, welcome to drinks. the neighborhood. But yeah. I wouldn't. I would feel hella weird. But she said she did it, but she didn't actually poison it. She just brought a fucking caramel macchiato and knocked on her door like a weird ass. <laughs> hey, welcome to the neighborhood. I know your drink. Yeah, really. I'd be weirded out. I would be tripping out over the drink bar. Like, yeah, give me something that you can't, you know, it mess tamper with. with. Yeah, you can't tamper with. Like uh, people are not to be trusted. Really? Shit. So, I don't, it's not poisoned. I don't know if Kelsey drank it or not. The next plan is something horrible. Okay, you guys might want to turn off, like, if you don't like. I'm about to get graphic with, like, the actual death and shit. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She basically never goes through with any of the plans, but she fucking had knowledge this guy wanted to kill his fiance. Wait, who is that? Who that knowledge is? The mistress. So, oh, the yeah, mistress. yeah. Oh, wow. The fiancé has a... They're not even fucking married. Either. I could never trust a woman with that kind of information on me. Dude, right? You well, know, fuck, she goes... <laughs> Anyone, <laughs> shit. A man or a woman, fuck. I what you're talking about. I think that's such a crazy move, like, to yeah. let your mistress know you're going to kill your wife so y'all can be well, together. Well, what about having your mistress kill the fucking fiancé for you? That's what he was trying to Anywhere, do. Anywhere, anything. crazy obviously so let me tell you what actually happened and this is from the mouth of the mistress because she says she cleaned up the mess so apparently patrick gets her to go back to her condo and he ties something like i don't even know what it was a towel whatever around her eyes because (laughs) he wants her to smell some candles that he supposedly got her as a present so he ties up her eye he can't fucking see she's sitting down or whatever he takes a baseball bat oh. and fucking beats her to death oh. in her condo oh. while the baby is in that fucking oh. house with them too. 
Can you imagine? Man, it's just that way to get a smell or something just pleasant <laughs> and get whacked yeah. inside the cranial. Apparently, wow. she begged for her life. Oh, she begged wow. him to stop, and he didn't. So he oh, kills wow. her. He gets her body, puts it in his truck, and brings it back to his big ass rural ranch. And after that point, nobody knows. Like we've never seen a body or Kelsey ever since then. Oh, wow. Yeah. But the mistress says that he made her go to the condo and clean up all the bloody mess. There was teeth everywhere and fucking blood. Yeah. She also says she left certain, like, blood spots and other evidence so the police could find it. Which they never did. I wonder how the mistress feel about that. Like, going into a relationship knowing that this man is Beat the shit out of the <laughs> baseball bat. And that's totally cool. You cleaning up teeth. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. Is that going to, you know. Right, Crazy, right? Reflect on that when Seriously. y'all get into an argument. Like, Gonna beat you to death? Fucking, wow. yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, she, she, like, her excuse was she was afraid. But I think she was in love with him and crazy and probably afraid. Probably yeah. a mix of all yeah. of them. So she ends up. She told the police all this. She was like the DA's like star witness and shit. But she still gets. She gets prosecuted. She still has to like. I I don't remember what her charges were. Some bullshit. And then you don't come forward. Yeah. Well, she knew. She could have stopped it. She could have stopped it this whole time. Or intervene. But news. I said if you so spoke that you you know you fear for your life. That's why you comply with his demands. But if y'all, you know, later on, if you don't come forward, yeah. then you can't use that as an alibi. Well, so. this, this was months. Like, for months they had these plans. So she had ample opportunity. And she was the one with the cell phone. Remember I told you it dinged, like, yeah, hella miles yeah, away? Yeah, So, and she sent some text message to her job saying she would be out a week. Um, so trying to set up an alibi of why she's gone. Didn't work. Fucking idiots. So, <laughs> the mistress does serve some time. Not enough, in my opinion. Not enough in a lot of people. Yeah, it's like less than two or three years. It's she just, was yeah. Complicit. yeah so. Exactly. She could have stopped it. So, it's definitely her fault, too. Um, but the fiance, he does get charged and convicted of murder. And now he's sitting in prison as well. What is with these fucking guys? Man, I mean, Penny! Lesson learned. Fuck. To all y'all out there, look for those red Man, fucking flags. Yeah, the crazy too many people too many to walk around this planet and you know throw your life away like that. Come on, yeah, come on. but yeah. sometimes you don't know. I guess sometimes there are the red. Yeah, just watch for the red flags, yeah, even mean, though they're but very you can't hard. Get so emotionally wrapped up with a person, yeah, you feel like you can't live without them. That love bullshit strikes yeah. again. Yeah, God damn, you gotta be you know strong willed enough to override that program. Right, exactly. Fuck that. <laughs> A hundred percent. But it's like obviously so hard because your mind is like warped in this fucking person. Yeah, They're mean, manipulative. Early on yeah. When you're dealing with it, but you know. And they're sociopaths. They're good at manipulating people. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um I don't think we didn't talk about uh the girl that's still missing, right? Suzanne Morphew. I think uh, well, we... I think it's the third one, so Okay, so sure. the, yeah, okay. So Suzanne, she's actually the one that is still missing. She went missing on Mother's Day. Okay. And like basically the daughters like couldn't find her. I think they were out of town and they called and the neighbors had the call and report her missing. Oh wow. Yeah. Um I actually posted some of her pictures on our Instagram. So if you okay. go to Instagram and go to Vanish in the Valley, you'll see. Like and I even posted a map of like where she was supposed to be riding her bike, the police found some personal item on this, like, bike trail. It was super close to our house, like, less than two miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
and just fucking up and vanished, disappeared. And conveniently, the husband was, like, at some, I, apparently at work, but in a different city. Allegedly, I think he's the killer. Does that, if I say allegedly, I think he's the killer, does that negate uh, any fucking law? I don't know you think, but <laughs> you know, it's your opinion. I know, but you can't, feel, you I know. thought you had to say, like, basically my opinion is yeah. it's going to, okay, I know how to say it. Based on statistics and probability, that fucking husband guy is up in the running. Okay, is that yeah. the way to say it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I don't know. And just, uh, yeah, there's a picture of him up there with her. Take a look at him. I don't want to, like, definitely accuse him because, you know, anything definitely is possible. But and what, what leads you to believe that? What, 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 what looking at his face. Oh, <laughs> oh, Lord. No, he did. Look at that. His face. 100% his oh, face. Oh, wow. Wow. I saw that fool's wow. face and I was like, he did it. And if he didn't do it, he paid somebody. Yeah, if you were ever on Instagram, you could look and see. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Like, the FBI and I think uh, the CBI went and, like, served a search warrant and, like, seized the house for a few days to, like, okay. comb through it. Maybe get a sense of what's going on in that house and their lifestyles and where they're oh, at yeah. in their marriage. All oh, that yeah. kind of shit, you know? But then it also, like, makes you feel like he's guilty. I mean, if they're locked down seizing your house for three days, shit. Or, I don't know, maybe they should do that in every case. I but... think they do, especially if a person of interest. Yeah. It might be something that could lead them to, you know... But yeah, she's still missing, guys. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, and we have no idea where she could have gone. There's no witnesses to even say she went on a bike ride. I know the police are, like, appealing to people that maybe could have had doorbell cams, but the problem is it's, like, super rural uh, Colorado, so I don't even know how close the next neighbor was. Like, on the satellite photo, there's not many houses. Yeah, I think the door cams is mainly for your doorway and well, it kind of, like, cameras. shoots out to the street. Yeah, I mean, you got a little view, but, you know. Yeah. Depending on how far back the door set from the, you know, the beginning of the house. Or exactly. Or house design, you, yeah. probably, you know. So you probably get more with other just security cams. Yeah, for but sure. I don't know how much you're going to get from that, you know, the neighbors, because these cameras going to be more focused on their home, you might, you know. Um, well, the father slash husband put up a $200,000 reward for information oh, leading wow. to her. Okay, well, Crowd yeah. Right there. So check that out, guys. Two hundred thousand dollars if you can provide information getting this woman back, and it didn't even say alive. So oh, wow. I mean, they maybe want. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. I think that's like about it. I just wanted to highlight okay. what fucking what is going on in Colorado, and there's yeah, so many Colorado, more. What it do? Uh, the mile was that the mile high? Colorado? Yeah, like the highest altitude. You mean? Yeah, my house city is it. I don't is know what that, that is. Is, 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 is. Not enough oxygen up there. <laughs> in the is mountains, perhaps. Is, Fuck. Is the air thin up there where it's called. Colorado's uh, very beautiful. Fools. <laughs> I've never actually been there, but like I've seen the fucking pictures. It's like woodsy. Totally my thing. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, but I think that's it. Um, I just. Do you have anything else? Um, no. Not like I said, I wasn't. I was familiar with the two cases, but not this last one. So. Yeah, it's super new. That's yeah. why. Uh, like May 11th. So, what, 20 okay. days yeah, ago? That yeah. Not too long ago, right? Yeah. And so I guess there's still hope she's alive. Yeah, so. that's a possibility that she can right? still hopefully come out of it, though. I'll definitely give updates as shit yeah, progresses. Well, definitely be yeah, definitely. Future shows that we'll try to keep updates on. Right. And I really Our hope show. that listeners 
Get their fucking pepper spray, girls. Don't rely on knives because if you aren't trained to fight with a knife, a big-ass man is literally going to take this knife from you in, like, 3.2 seconds and use it on your ass. No, the greatest weapon now is being aware. Yes. You know, aware of what's going on in your surroundings. But still. That's number one, yeah. The time you get to the knife, that's a You don't want to do that. Yeah. So, yeah that, you know, you want to be able to get the so fuck you away. You want to be aware of what's going on. And 100%. Don't be an easy target for anyone. Exactly. So, be aware. And don't forget your pepper spray. That's right, that's right. Cha ciao. <laughs> Tonight's episode was sponsored by Masjid Al Islam, 8210 MacArthur Boulevard, in the great city of Oakland, California. They hold their Friday Juma prayers at 1 30. Come check them out.